What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Dogbot. Hello. Hey, how's it going, buddy? I'm well. I'm well. You? Uh, pretty good. Uh, the chupacabras are getting used to the cold weather in the morning, so, you oh. know. Nice. Well, it is getting to be fall. Uh, Reinhardt has the night off. I have no idea what he's doing to even I didn't make something up either, so he's not here. Uh, sitting in for him is Jack the intern. He's not just taking notes. He's playing the game tonight. What's up, Jack? What's up? I'm still in disbel- uh, disbelief at how many people are getting the bugged at me, Morong. Dude, it's yes. It's Well, that's the whole point of memes. You know it's a good meme when people are trying to do it and they get it wrong. So the people that do get it wrong... That kind of singles you out. Yeah. We know that you're the bug gnat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you can't get the meme right, you might be the bug gnat. Also, um, inadvertently, Jack, you sound delicious tonight. What's going on? Did you upgrade your microphone or something? Did I you did. say delicious? Yeah, I did. I did. That's not what I meant to say, but that's wow. what came out. <laughs> I, I might edit that out. I'm probably not, though. What's up? Uh, you got a new mic. Yeah, yeah. No, I... Uh would occasionally it would go really really quiet on my own show and i was like you know what i'm sick of this and just decided to upgrade a little bit sounds very comfy i believe we'll be upgrading dogbot to that same setup you sound very comfy jack comfy yeah, is good yes I, it, I can send you the links for everything that i got i already so have the same setup yeah I already, you I, sound delicious like some cherry fago Dude, you, I thought I, I thought he had grape. It was grape. It wasn't mine. But that, if you'll notice that picture, uh, that's taken through the plexiglass screen that separates every table into six individual seats. We at, at our in our break room. We're we're at the uh, the break tables are separated. You know, three per side. So yeah, there was a guy. Uh, one of my buddies at work. He drinks Fago. I was like, dude, whoop whoop. He was like, what? I'm like, never mind. The nice. true jug gnat. I was like, nice Fago, though. He didn't even, like, it, unless he has, like, the best poker face ever, he didn't know what whoop whoop meant, so. Mm. Yeah, I think he just drinks Fago because it's cheap. Is that a Jersey Shore thing? What? Whoop whoop. It's a... Juggalo It's a Juggalo thing. thing. Oh. Yeah. Neat. Well, it's how they identify each other, you know. Oh, really? It's not the clown makeup and the trip bondage pants? Well, I mean, like, not when they're, like, <laughs> pumping your gas or something, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you just see a dude with a hatchet man, you just yell, whoop, whoop. Right. So the hatchet man decal now is considered a national gang symbol by it's... the uh, alphabets? No. Oh, it has been for, what, since, like, 2011? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, wow. it's got a hatchet in his hand. You know, so therefore dangerous. It, I guess. I you have know. no idea if it's sharp or anything. It could just be like a Nerf one. Well, okay. we're okay. apparently juggalos are just considered gang members because, you know, a few bad apples that go do out, go out and do some stupid shit and ruin it for everyone. All the, uh, all the criminal element of juggalos I ever ran into over the course of my life, uh, you could only file everything under misdemeanor or petty crime. Yeah, or like yeah. possession. 
shoplifting shop like no like marijuana possession like that kind of stuff yeah yeah well no i and i and also shoplifting and oh yeah yeah definitely i mean not disorderly. like not the kind yeah. of not the kind of shoplifting that's going on in San Francisco now where you've got large black men just walking behind the counter at a CVS and taking armfuls of pharmaceuticals and walking out. Yeah. Yeah. And the security guards don't do anything because they can't because they're not stealing over $2,000 worth. Of, I think it's $2,000 at once. Yeah. They're, they're also not going to lose their jobs or get punched in the face over a bunch of pharmaceuticals behind from behind the counter. Right. Yeah, they're not going to do that, and you don't you don't physically touch anybody in San Francisco at all. Like, no, no, no. You might get AIDS. That's how you get AIDS. Is there's some, say, why would you want to? Right. There's some very wild dystopian laws being passed at the state level in California. This is true. Do you want to do? Do we have? Do we have those all pulled up, or like, is that a segment we were going to do tonight? I don't recall that being on. The oh, point. oh no! It just, it just, it. It just reminded me oh. of the the one that was just passed, where uh, teenage boys can lop their dicks off and teenage girls can lop their tits off, and they don't have to inform their parents that they're going to go do it. Right. Yes, they could do it at school. Yes. It's great. It's California. Yeah. Yep. It's just a song. It's just a TV show. It's just a pair of jeans. It's just. It's just. It's just. I mean, it is Mr. Bungle's best album, California. But other than that, I, I don't you know. That's going to eventually lose all of its clout. You know, eventually you're going oh, that, to that's going to run out of. You, you can only pull that one out for saving California so many times. Right, Mike, but Mike it, Pat it, is it only so good. Enca- it encapsulates like that, like night, like 1999. That was like the crest of when California last held its vestiges of something that's, you know, like, like paradisical, like, how do you say that word? Yeah. Paradisical. Yeah. Um, one thing we can pronounce on this show is American words. Okay. Uh, we, we, we don't pronounce, we don't, we don't pronounce no, uh, taco bender stuff. All right. Even if we do know how to pronounce it. Right. Neither people. of us are nearly as Mexican as Reinhardt, so right. we, we're not as good as, at the Spanish words, especially the cuss words that he neglected to tell us what they meant. Right. Also, also, um, you know, just because both of us have lived immersed in what would be considered um, Mexico, you know, Mexico North, <laughs> California, and Texas, uh, doesn't mean we picked up their their taco bending language. Okay, so. I'm. I mean, sometimes I'm in East Vietnam, and I, I don't. True. I don't understand a lick of freaking Vietnamese, and I've heard it most my adult life. Same. So, yeah, East Hartford. I, I haven't picked up on. A, I haven't picked up on a single phrase. East Hartford, Connecticut, had a bunch of Vietnamese, and San Jose has a section that is all in Vietnamese. Like the whole section of town is Little Vietnam, Little Saigon. And Ironically, yeah. when I hear Mexicans talk to one another, I I can I can understand about an eighth of what they're saying. Well, that's the thing is that Latin. There is a good percentage of Latin-based words in English. Uh, there is like zero percentage of words that are Vietnamese-based in the English language. So I can is, see. Is this where we? Is this where we shamelessly plug that we're doing a, a language episode at some point in the future? No, but we can. You know, I mean, yeah, we're going to do a language episode here in the future with uh, most likely Skull is going to come on for that one, too. 
Oh, he would he would lose his shit if we did that episode without him. Well, he we would, should, then we'll just do it without him then, just to make him mad. Right. No, we don't do that. But um, yeah, just because I lived and worked, just because I carried when I was a non-union electrician, I carry I carried a book that was uh, Spanish for the English-speaking contractor. And I would like look up phrases like put that ladder over there. Because like everybody on the job but me spoke Spanish on a non-union residential job in San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. The whole job. The whole job would be like uh, the plumber, the the framers, the the, the regular carpenter, the plumber, the uh, HVAC guy, the drywall guy and the painter. That's like five jobs. It's all like two two guys. Right. And then so the, how do you say the don't so how do you say don't reach in there that's where junkies put their dirty needles and see and here's the other thing is in the neighborhood where I was working it was the very very high end like Pacific Heights side of San Francisco they hadn't gotten uh, the uh, sit lie laws um removed yet so the homeless hadn't moved into those neighborhoods yet so they hadn't been infected with all the feces and needles as of the time i was working there so i don't know actually how to say that that wasn't a phrase i needed to learn uh at all like when i was around the shit and needles i was around like english speaking uh other like you know guys on the job and be like one of dude don't touch that One of conservatives' favorite images when doing the red team versus blue team stuff mm-hmm. is the shit map of San Francisco. They it's love, they, abs- love, they love to show people the shit map and say that this is because of Team Blue. I do too, and it's it's absolutely factual, but it's also because of Team Red. Right. You know, Team Red does like I always say. Um, t- you know, red team, blue team. Let's let's just use for example. Um, like cutting your kid's dick off. Like the Democrats are like, look, we're cutting your kid's dick off. There's nothing you can you can do about it, and uh, you're not going to find out about it because we're going to pass laws that make it so your kid can do it at school without your permission. And red, you know, and red teams like, well, you know, I don't agree with any of that stuff, but it is well, I don't want to be called a bigot, so. Right, and libertarians you know, are like, well, as long as it's consensual. Right, and right, and the and the and, the, and <laughs> yeah, and the Jews are like, well, we can make foreskin cream. We already mentioned Republicans, Democrats, and Libertarians. Oh, that's right. We don't need to mention Jews a fourth time. Um, but like I, I say, say, but either way, major deja vu. But hang on. But either way, doesn't matter. Red team, blue team. The kid's dick gets cut off. You know, the end result is what what they wanted in the first place. And red team, blue team, both facilitate that happening, just in different fashions. And in California, it's the same thing. Like, red team hasn't accomplished anything, even though, like, the little pockets of red team that think they're, like, doing something by holding out down there in Long Beach. Much as I love that libertarian community down there, there's a there's a community in Southern California in Long Beach that is a bunch of very super cool guys. These guys are, like, um, some of them, like, restore old cars. Some of them work on motorcycles. Some of, And there's a little community of small warehouses. They're all, like, all back-to-back and next to each other. And every single guy that owns one of them is, like, one of the coolest guys ever. And they're all, like, big 2A guys in Southern California. They all have, like, you know, several, I don't know, caches of weapons that, you, you know, you're not, probably not supposed to have in California. You know what I mean? 
and it's well, it's a very small small community in you know in a tiny section of a very blue state you know and what, like what the hell good are you doing with that well like like you know like like you know when i was in like venice beach you know oh like, wait yeah like 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 sky saxon all right we're not i wasn't trying to skew to that but now that you mentioned it um I don't remember what I was going to say because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, the libertarian Californian thing. Yeah, but like in California, you end up with mostly blue policy. But the red, you know, red team can only do so much because their vote really doesn't count. It really doesn't. You know, no matter what they do. Well, I was I was talking to some fine brothers this uh, Saturday about some of the nonsensical uh fake secessions of counties mm. from states mm-hmm. you know uh, one that's been teased quite often are the top four counties of california breaking off and becoming the, the state, state of, of jefferson, jefferson. Yes. Uh, yes most recently there have been the easternmost counties of oregon breaking off and becoming greater idaho yeah, that's uh, an interesting choice of been, name. There's also been certain counties in Arizona breaking off to become Baja, Arizona. Mm. Uh, all, all that stuff is just, it's in a way, it's symptoms of the way things are going. Mm-hmm. But uh, you will not get clean, you will not get the clean, perfect uh, state line balkanization that you really desperately want. No, because these states don't have any sort of what you would consider uh, societal infrastructure. Like there's no, you know, factories or business or any sort of any revenue generation. Really. They just want to break away. These towns just want to break off. You know, all the places where you make money in California are not in the state of Jefferson. Right. And they will never be allowed. Mm-hmm. Like uh, whatever the mechanisms are for counties to break off and become their own state there, they will never be allowed to do so. No, no, not unless they break off from their own state and become part of the union. So they can, you know what I mean? So they can become like the 53rd state or something. Right. But I could see, I could see like, no, honestly, I could see California doing a split and you know becoming two states or whatever. It's still being I, I, still being I a state, not like seceding from the United States. You right. Know? Yeah. No, it's, like it's whatever mechanisms are in place at the state level of these states for counties mm-hmm. to break away. I I don't. It, it's it's never going to happen. No, it's not. The state of Franklin is never going to separate from from the rest of Tennessee. You know, as much as. It would be nice. You know, same with the state of Jefferson. And greater Idaho. That's interesting that that they chose that as part of Oregon. Well, that they would become part of Idaho, which is their neighbor. Right. Instead of and instead of being Oregon anymore. Right. Right. But there'd be greater Idaho. Right. Implying implying that Idaho's great to begin with for them to be greater. Like seriously. What's so great about Idaho? I I don't know. Uh, 
didn't River Phoenix didn't River Phoenix have his own private Idaho? Wow. Wow. Yes, but wow. Was it too soon? I mean, he's been dead for like 25 years. No, I was just not expecting a My Own Private Idaho reference, but okay. Wasn't that the gay Johnny Depp movie? I know I should probably be more specific, but wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember. I don't don't think I've ever seen it. No, wait. Wasn't that? That was River Phoenix and uh, Keanu Reeves, I think. And they were gay. Something was gay. Maybe. I don't know. There was gay. There was Hollywood, so there's gayness. And then he died. Yes. Or did he? Did he die at 27? No, I think River Phoenix was like 22 or 24 or something like that. He was he was younger than 27, I believe. People really didn't like the Janis Joplin is Robin Williams. It doesn't. Stuff that I mean, I, that I dropped last week. You, yeah, it doesn't work. The voice is way not right. Uh, they are. I guess you could fudge Robin Williams back four years and fudge um, Janis Joplin up four years, but they are like nine years apart in birth. Janis yeah. Joplin is nine years older. But like, with I don't, the, like we I said, I don't actually the, buy that one at all. No, I, I don't just either. Thought it was very interesting that somebody had taken the time to find enough similar uh, facial facial features pictures to put side by side. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of dropped it without much explanation, and it made a lot of people very upset. Yeah, yeah, you 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 did the thing where you're like, just dropped a grenade in the chat and walked away. It was pretty funny though. Some people got really, really, really upset. By well, that they one. did, <laughs> and for a half a second, I was like, "Hey, you're not because se- well, you're usually serious when it comes to like the trans stuff." You know, we know this. You're, right, but the your, celebrity replacement thing, I, I'm uh, you're a little less serious about, and just a little more amused by the ones that like are blatantly obvious. Like in my opinion, I think that the Jimi Hendrix uh, Morgan Freeman one is a slam dunk. I'm sorry, I don't know how people don't see that one. I think that one's a slam dunk too. I like that one a lot. Uh, I think the Bill Hicks is Alex Jones one has been forensically proven with enough uh, photographic evidence, side by side stuff. Mm-hmm. With the rehearsing of the characters and all of that, like at the late stages of Bill Hicks's life, rehearsing the Alex Jones character, the fact that you know just the too many coincidences with the people in the private life and that kind of stuff. The but teeth, yeah. the shape, the shaved right. off mole. Uh, right. I'm a little less. I like. I, okay, so those are like the top two that are a slam dunk for me, right? Then uh, on the second tier, I would say the Jim Morrison Rush Limbaugh one. I'm fairly certain. Like I feel really good about that one, but I uh-huh. I, I don't know for certain. Yeah. Mm. Um. And uh, but the 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 David Bowie one where David Bowie comes back on to be his manager, I would be more certain about that one if I had if there was more if there was more footage than just the, that BBC interview with the, yeah. the manager. Yeah. You know, and the manager's not famous either. It's just it's just some schlub, right? So I don't know. I, I the Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix ones are in a way the coolest ones. Absolutely. It's just like how did they get away with it for so long? Well, the one that I like, the one that I like, 
I think is um, even more devious in a way than some of them is the David Furnish Princess Diana. Yeah, that one was that that that, that one's on on my third tier. No, that one's on my second tier after watching uh, a third or fourth video on it, where they do the thing where you superimpose the photos over each other, uh, you know, where, and, the um, you, you, I don't know, whoever was found perfect, um, perfectly matched pictures where like the jaws are in the same position. The, the nose is in the same position they, and they're the same size and they overlaid them and they overlay perfectly. And it's not even like a little bit and they overlay, they overlay more perfectly than the Morgan Freeman, and Jimi Hendrix stuff. And then all the coincidences with Elton John and, uh, Lady Diana's, uh, the end of her life, the funeral and everything, the way that they, the, re- the, the revision of the Marilyn Monroe song, the right. candle in the wind song. Right. To, that, to, especially. Yeah. That. Yeah. And he was, and there's David Furnish sitting right in the front at his own funeral. Like the things that they do, this is the kind of stuff that they do. You know, it's a good thing. They had a Mayan shaman come in before the funeral and, uh, do some sacred rites. So, so the, the Aoush didn't the happen Aoush. to screw up the, the Elton John, Princess Diana funeral. Well, they that didn't. Would have been that would have been a mess. Where did they? They didn't do the funeral in Mexico. There's no Alush in England. <laughs> I still, I still don't see how you guys don't see that that was just a big con by some dirty spicks on some fucking rich ass concert people. I don't know. I mean. Maybe I doubt it though. People have traditions, Dogbot. You know. Okay. Uh, for people, for people that don't know what we are talking about for this particular subject, go back and listen to Friday's show. Yeah, go back to listen to the Mexican cryptids episode, episode six point six six. It was episode sixty six of season six. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty wild, isn't it? I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. I mean, well, not really. A lot of shows get canceled before episode 66 of season six. Not mentioning any names. Every show that's ever been canceled before then. Right. Or or, uh, some could be like on season three, you know, like into their eight or ninth episode and just be doing, you know, four hour long, just screaming into the void episodes. People do that. Well, I mean, define people. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack, did you fall asleep? No, no. I know you're not I taking notes. Say, I, I, I'm kind of upset. I missed, of all episodes, to miss the 666, nah, 666 episode. It was, yeah, it was It was a good one. It was Mexican, Mexican spoop. It's, we're, we're not limiting our uh, paranormal America series to just North America. Okay. We're not, we're not being racist as far as that goes. We're going to do central and South America. Speaking of that, we got an email about that. I want to read that real quick. Oh, sweet. Yeah. From Leonid Svartsen, which is a fake name. He says, my name is Leonid Svartsen. It's a fake name. I like the work you guys do on the Paranormies and TRS. I'm Brazilian born and raised. I haven't listened to the last episode, 66. 
execute the other 66. But from the look of it, it seems you guys are willing to cover specific countries outside the U.S. Here's a few spoopy or interesting things about my country. Brazil and aliens. My country seems to have had more of these cases than the usual. He goes through um, Operation... Operacao Prato, Operation Plate Dish, um, E.T. de Vargina, the Vargina alien, and then Brazil and Akhenaten, um, Brazil and Spiritism, Brazil and Freemasonry, Brazil and Transgenderism. Now, I know that's a big one because uh, the boys from Brazil and also uh, the lady boy thing is not specifically limited to uh, the Asian islands. Um, there was some poll threads. I'm not going to read this whole, this dude, this, this email is long. But, yes, we are going to cover Brazil because now we have a whole bunch of prep to do uh, paranormal Brazil. And I'm sure there's a bunch of freaky shit going on out in the jungle there too, right? Well, I had a really awesome list of really cool cryptids from Brazil. I just didn't want to uh, I didn't want to propose to do Brazil before Mexico because the, the, stu- the stuff I had found about the Mexican cryptids and stuff was a lot more uh, Halloween spoopy. Oh yeah, yeah, for- definitely. But Brazil has a lot of really. Uh, of course, they have a really cool. I forgot. I, I don't have the names off the top of my head, but they have a really good Bigfoot analog, and mm-hmm. uh, different kinds of lizard and fishmen and stuff like that due to the Amazon River, etc. Yeah, there's always tales of you know gigantic lizards or dinosaur type creatures or prehistoric something in the jungles of Brazil. So there's also we should giant, do. I I feel like we should do a uh, haunted Italy. Okay, I'm I think down. that would be a yeah. good one. I'm I'm sure it would be. I've, we could probably do every European country too. I mean, there's there's spoop everywhere. The flying spaghetti monster comes from Italy, right? No. I saw a dude once who unironically had that tattooed on his calf, and I was like, "Ha, ah, nice meme, bro." And he's like, "What meme?" He he was serious about it. Yeah, there are like eleven people that were serious about it. What about I the? We found one of them. Mm-hmm. What about the bread stick man? I don't know the bread stick man. I know based stick man. Oh, what happened to that guy? Uh, Kyle Chapman. I don't know. Uh, he last I heard, he got doxxed again, and they're trying to get him kicked out of his neighborhood, and it's not going to happen. Where he lives, like Filipinos are racist. They don't care. That was great footage. Yeah. Oh no. I, which which one? The the from the Battle of Berkeley where he beat that dude with yeah. his yeah yeah. That was the one Battle of Berkeley I didn't make it to. I was where was I? Was I in Texas? I think I was in Texas for the uh, Texas is ours thing we did a couple years ago. I think that's where I was. I was somewhere. Simpler times, man. Simpler it feels like times. so long ago. What, right, the Battle like of Berkeley? Yeah, going there and beating up Antifa. Do we have any more uh, mail? Oh, there's always emails, dude. There's always emails. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, there's I thought, always I thought you meant mail mail. Oh, mail, yes. Actual mail, we did get actual mail. We got from our friends in Canada, 
SS and SS. From French Canada. Welcome home. And an immigration packet. <laughs> they sent it in, in a Canadian immigration envelope, which is pretty funny. Okay. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, can see. you read it? It's in French. No, I can read the, the letter is in English. Oh, okay. Yes. Did they write it in both English and French? Like the street signs? Uh, yes, they do. Yes. I don't want, I, I'm not going to read it on air because there's doxable stuff. But the two gifts enclosed, I'm not going to read the letter, but there are two gifts enclosed. The two gifts enclosed are an Apollo 11 coin and a Marilyn Monroe dollar bill. Ooh. Yes. It is a 30th anniversary commemorative Apollo 11 coin. Wow. How Freemasonic. Very. It's like a challenge coin. Yes, it's like a challenge coin, but there is a... Like the eagle has landed, 30th anniversary. It's got the eagle with the olive branch, uh, the earth behind it on the moon. On the front side, it's got Neil on the moon uh, with the flag behind him, July 20th, 1969, Apollo 11. On July 20th, 1969, the lunar module from the U.S. Apollo 11 landed on the moon, and astronaut Neil Armstrong stepped onto the rocky surface. It was man's greatest achievement of the millennium. One small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. This document certifies that actual metal from the Eagle, the Apollo 11 landing module, was used in the processing of this medallion, which was produced as a very limited edition historical commemorative in celebration of the historical moon landing. Oh, damn. Yes. So this is a piece of the Apollo 11 moon landing module made into a coin. Cool. Awesome. Nobody went to the moon. Awesome coin. Now... I was going to say, is it going to be like those um, supposed moon rocks that just turned out to be regular rocks that were given out to different countries? Right. He says, hold on. He says, we know the moon landing didn't happen, but the souvenir is cool nonetheless. Exactly. That's where we're at there, SS. They claim that it is actual metal from the Eagle. The Apollo 11 landing modules used in the processing of this medallion. Probably bullshit, but I believe it, as you usually say. It's probably bullshit. Okay. The second one is special, mostly because it celebrates a bigger lie. Marilyn is a dude, right? We remember seeing a picture on Telegram and this dude had a huge Adam's apple since she was having sex with JFK, with JFK was JFK and FTM tranny. Hope you guys enjoy the gifts and here's to another six seasons of Paranormies. SS and SS. Awesome. Thank you, guys. The dollar bill, I'll take a picture of this and post it up. The uh, It is a million dollar bill with Marilyn Monroe on it. And when you uh, look at the picture, it's like the square jaw. You're like, that is a man jaw. <laughs> man, people hearing that Marilyn Monroe's a dude did not make people very happy. They were like, but I saw it naked in the first issue of Playboy. Right. Exactly. Where did you see it? In the first issue of Transgender Boy? Yes. Transgender Boy. <laughs> That's right. Hugh Hefner, banging trannies from way back. Yeah, oh, that just does beg the question, though, was if if Marilyn was an androgyne, and this is the other thing, is we're not saying that these people are necessarily male and they're women, but they could be from the androgyne, the androgynous lines. Yes. That is also not out of the realm of possibility. But there are some of these uh, 
air quote female celebrities that still have their male bits and pieces like Jennifer Lopez. Right. Absolutely. There no right, no, there's some they run the gamut. It's not just one, it's not just the other ones. Speaking of um uh actresses that were were, were male, uh there was I was watching some prep for um for something we're going to do soon. And one of the videos went to somebody who adopted an, uh, an orphan. Cause they, they went back to the, um, infantoriums. Remember the, remember those? And, uh, went to a famous adopter, adopt, uh, you know, the, an adopter of a child and it was an actress. And it was an actress who acted with Charlie Chaplin back in the days of the silent movies. And I was like, the first picture came up and I'm like, Whoa, oh, woof. That is a man. And like looked up all the stuff about this person. And it is literally like Jackie Gleason in a wig. No? Gross. Nobody remembers that? Gross. Gross. Okay, good. Yeah, that's exactly. But like this is who was adopting. And it's funny because now who do you have adopting orphans or, uh, you know, adopted kids or orphans usually right who's adopting them these transgender celebrities they've been doing it since the beginning since the very beginning mm-hmm. yep transgender celebrities adopting foundlings <laughs> transgender celebrities adopting tartarian foundlings and of course by the way on the cover of the welcome to canada Welcome home immigrant package is, of course, a, a rendered in uh what is that called? People of uh, what's that style called? Dogbot, the people of Google or something. Uh, humans of flat design. There you go. I did it again. People of Google. Yes. The humans of flat design. I could figure it out. And it was the molestation of some painting. Um, the, but yes, the it, molestation of some graphic arts designer. That's right. But no, they have a picture, a rendering of uh, of uh, Chateau Front Hole up here. Uh, Chateau, Chateau Front Hole. Yeah, Chateau Fontenoc, the the Tartarian hotel. Oh, I thought you said Front Hole. It, that's yeah. That's what it's officially known as now. I. That's so horrible. It is. It is. But but thanks to you. Um, I've come to start to embrace some of the uh, more awful memes out there. So, oh, some the, of the awful memes like, are okay, but not not some of them. But some oh, of them what, are. Aw, what, wait a second. What awful memes do I embrace? Oh, you, you you know you know which memes. Don't don't make me don't make us do this now. It's way too early in the show. I I. As far as I'm concerned, my memes are not awful. They'll, they're wholesome and friendly. <laughs> smashing X. All right. I, I was going to say, on. I just broke my keyboard yeah. from smashing that X so hard. That's right. That's except right. for except for the memes uh, from Car Chat where somebody... Oh God. Uh, where Don't somebody mention... Takes, where somebody Don't. takes Ben Garrison's comic strips and... <laughs> Oh God! All the words with um. Yes, the Ben. That is terrible. <laughs> oh my God! Those so make terrible. me laugh every time I see them. I can't stop. They are hilarious. They are hilarious. Whoever has, whoever does those, has that font like down in in uh 
whatever font generating machine they use. They've got the Ben Garrison style down because you, Did you really see the Disney one. I, I dude, stop. I yes, yes. Forward it to I, I, yes. t.me. Yes, uh, Chupacabra underscore kennel. Yeah, they know where to find you. They know where to find you. They know where to find all of us. It's the real you know secret I, is that Ben Garrison is the one making those edits. Right. He gets very bored in Montana. I can imagine. I can imagine. But this all started because um, SS and SS sent us this uh, welcome home immigrants to Canada folder with Chateau Front Hole on the front of it. And here we are. Well, the, the coin about reminds Garrison me of something memes. that came up this week. Uh, with Kamala Harris, that tranny. Oh my, yes, Kamala Harris. You want to do the Kamala Harris thing now? You're, oh yeah, you're moving along to content. All right, whatever. Kamala Harris, it's all fake. Kamala Harris used child actors who had to audition for weird NASA promo. When I read this the first time. I read it as Kamala Harris used child actors who had to audition for weird NASA porno. Well, that's on you, buddy. I right. Mean, <laughs> that's probably what it was. Let's be real here. I mean, it's Kamala Harris. So like, yeah. Anyway, so Benny Johnson, Benny Johnson tweeted, why does Joe Biden feel the need to use a fake White House set across the street from the actual White House? Vice President Kamala Harris is earning jeers of her own for using child actors in a recent NASA YouTube video about space exploration. Filmed in August, while the Taliban was rapidly taking over Afghanistan, don't forget that fake and gay op, and closing in on Kabul, and right before the Biden-Harris administration murdered a family of innocent civilians, including seven children. Get the curious with Vice President Harris was tweeted, the, excuse me, the Get Curious with Vice President Harris was tweeted by the VP's account on October 7th to celebrate World Space Week. So, so Johnny, I, I took a, a screenshot of the Daily Mail's bullet points on the, the event mm -hmm. and listen to, the, listen, to, listen to the progression about how things just get worse and worse with each bullet point. Okay. Her Harris took part in a YouTube video for World Space Day, released on Thursday. Bullet point two. The video was filmed in August and tweeted out to celebrate World Space Week. Three. She sat down with kids in the video and gushed, you're going to really see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. Four. Teen who took part, teens who took part were revealed to be child actors, and Harris faced criticism for not recruiting kids who are passionate about the space industry. Six. Five. Sorry, one of the children said he had to send in a monologue to get the part. The video was produced by Toronto-based company Sinking Ship Entertainment. That's actually really funny, Sinking Ship <laughs> Entertainment. So, so far, okay. So they filmed this back in August. This was released Thursday, which would have been uh, October eighth, ninth, right. Yeah, so they filmed this in August. These were supposed to be just regular kids. They just went to a school and were talking to kids, right, about space, basically. That's how they were. That's how it was mocked up to be. Right, right, right. But these were actual actors, child actors who actually had to audition for the part, which means they were like sent in monologues, sent in uh, headshots, uh, did auditions, you know, whatever to get the part to do this. Now, 
is the funny part. You guys want to? You guys want to hear the the Kamala Harris clip where she talks it's to the so kids? So bad. Yeah, all right. Check this out. Your next challenge is to find and meet the head of the Space Council. I'll give you a hint. She actually lives at the Naval Observatory. I wonder who the head of the Space Council is. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, the head goodness. of the Space Council is the Vice President! Kamala Harris is the Vice President of the United States. But she's also the President of the Senate. And the head of the Space Council. Well, welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. Welcome. Ready to start? Okay, go. So, I may not always be fast to take my parents' advice, but what is the best advice your parents have given you that perhaps you can share with us today? You know, one of the most important pieces of advice that I can offer you guys, and I want you to really remember this, never let anybody tell you who you are. You tell them who you are. Never <laughs> let anybody suggest to you that you are what they think you should be. You tell them who you are and who you know you are, and what you intend to be. Oh, my God. How much more do we have Whoa. to listen to this? What does it have to do with space, Kamala? It has to do space. with transgenderism. Right, right. It's all about transgenderism. It has, yeah, it has to do with... Well, uh, they're both fake and gay. This is true. But this is... This is terrible. Yeah, this is never... Let anybody tell you who you are. You tell them. You tell them who you are. That's right. If you're Billy today and Susie tomorrow, that's fine. Guys, so, it's Oop. so weird, dude. Oh, there you are. Yeah, it's really weird because they didn't have anything to do with space, and that kid read that whole thing. But that was completely scripted, like you can tell, like the way the kid was acting. Uh, the kids that were all sitting there, nobody, nobody, nobody seemed like they were uh, in a natural setting whatsoever. They all looked like they were acting, and they all are very strange-looking kids too. Even the they did the very diverse uh, Burger King Kids Club. You got the the little nerdy Asian. I bet you money that that's an Asian lesbian looking like a boy. You have the black girl, the one white kid. The one white kid is a, of course, a blonde girl. Yeah, the mystery and the min, uh, the two mystery meets on the other side, sitting on the other side of the mystery of meat, Vice President Kamala Harris. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, it it space dog about space. These are the, they're talking about space. No, they're not. What the fuck did they have to do about space with space? Their lady with the triple pronged Adam's apple. All right, let me see what else she has, what else does she have to say. Let's just listen for a few more seconds. Oh boy. Got that? Yes. Yeah. All right. I got more advice. You just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the most surprising thing you found about being vice president? There Did you hear the way that question was asked? That you sounded so scripted. Holy shit. Clearly reading it. Clearly reading it. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's uh here we go. You found about being vice president. There have been a lot of things because I've never been vice president before. So there, are, <laughs> yeah. there are, are many new things. But I'll tell you one of the things that I'm really excited about, and one of the reasons for our visit and the time we're going to spend time together today is the space council. My mom was a scientist, so she would take us to the lab with her, like on the weekends and after school, because she had to work long hours. And I just love. 
So she used to come pick them up from school and then take them to the lab. No, that doesn't make sense. I, I'm I'm sure that's totally real. Yeah, I'm sure. Know, I'm who sure would that's hundred percent legit. Right. I'm sure and, that will be completely fact checked by a conservative blogger for uh, National Review. Right. Right. One of Tucker's um, current um, interns is looking it up right now. Uh, probably not the well, we're guy. Still, we're probably still not the guy who was feeding him. First name is pronounced. What's that? We're still trying to find out how her first name is pronounced. Kamala. She pronounces it three different ways. Kamala. Oh, my God. Where I have the video paused right now, you can see the two prongs of the Adam's apple. It's so gross. Oh, man. It, it, that is one hideous beast. You got to screenshot that. I forgot how to print screen on a Mac. Fuck. Um, mm, it's command function four up. I don't remember. I'll get it. All right. Anyways, so the, the way Jack just went, oh, I know, right? No, Damn I can do it. Cucks. Like, oh, man, I really want that screenshot of Kamala's Adam's <laughs> apple. I think he's more mad about that than anything else. All right. The other thing is the picture of, of Kamala's mom uh, holding her and her, or I guess, you know, his and his brother's hand as they're walking. Like, the mom doesn't look like a scientist. Doesn't look, but again, then again, what does a scientist look like, Johnny? Right? Are you are you uh, ascribing uh, you know your Western standards to? Yes, yes, actually, I am. All right, let's get back to the video. The idea of exploring the unknown, and then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. To think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. Like, I love that. I love that. And so I'm very excited about the Space Council. We're going to learn so much um, as we increasingly, I think, are curious and interested in the potential for the discoveries and the work we can do in space. So that's one of the things I'm most excited about. She is 100% listening to her earpiece as she does this. Um, <clears throat> that's terrible. She literally said a whole bunch of words that meant literally nothing about space. It's great. And again, it's, you know, obviously a completely ceremonial uh, position. And I'm going to get well actually by the Werner von Braun fan club. I'm sure about this. AKA the bug gnats. The way, the way it said discover. <laughs> you're going to discover. Right. You're gonna, discover. Like, you're gonna discover. And so like, much. I love that. Oh and my like, God. and like, I love that. All right. Ah. <sighs> The piano in the background. I know, I know. That's a, that's a good stuff. Can you imagine getting commissioned to do that? All it's right, not as bad as the. Well, it's it sounds like your typical like recipe ukulele song. You know what I'm talking about? Like your little tasty <laughs> video where they show you the little yeah. Like, how you make yeah. the ukulele going the whole time. Yeah. All right. Do we want to watch any more of this, or are we done with with Kamala Harris in space? Oh, we're we're done. It just it just go, it just adds to the space is fake, and we didn't go to the moon. And definitely, even if going to the moon was something that was possible, it's not going to be these three child actors and this and this dirty brown tranny is not going to be in charge of getting us there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't let them tell you you're a firmament. You're you're space if you if you really believe and want to be one. <laughs> when you grow up, yeah, take your vitamins and say your prayers. All right. Uh, let me see. Sinking Ship Entertainment 
We said all that. So Monterey resident Trevor Bernardino, 13, said he was stunned when he learned he'd be traveling to Washington, D.C. to take part in the video. Then after that, like a week after my agent called me and said, hey, Trevor, you booked it, he told the network. Trevor was one of five teens who participated in the video for the YouTube original series. He's joined by Derek Brooks II, another child actor, Emily Kim, likewise a child actor, Zoriel Tapo, a child actor and aspiring journalist, was interviewed former First Lady of Michelle Obama, and Sidney Schmook. The video was shot at Naval Observatory Harris's residence from August 11th to August 13th. During that time, the Taliban was making rapid advances across Afghanistan and were closing in on Kabul during the chaotic U.S. withdrawal. This is the Daily Mail that said that. So, sitting U.S. president is broadcasting from a fake White House and his vice president used a foreign production company and child actors for a NASA promo instead of tackling the border crisis. The video was mocked by faux news as Tucker Carlson, who called it fake and fake and fraudulent. I can't do a Tucker right now. Um, so for humanitarian reasons, we're not going to play that video, but it'll be, it's online, said Carlson. If you dare, look it up. Watch it. Watch it again. Watch your own soul die as you do. It's the fakest thing that's ever been caught on video, but in fact, it's even faker than it looks. <sighs> Tucker knows it's fake and gay. And Tucker is, in fact, fake and also gay. Yeah, this whole thing is like layers of fake and gay that no one can comprehend. Mm -hmm. This is like the fake and gay inception. It's pretty close. Fake and gay-ception. We've said that like four times this season already, I think. So far. (laughs) That's right. All right, so since since we're in space, let's move. Ooh, let's move on to um, Mars, or actually not Mars. How about Israel? From the New York Post, in a rocky Israeli crater, scientists simulate life on Mars. Jesus. Mm. Where have I seen this before? Yeah. Yeah, where have we? Where have we seen this before? Oh boy. Um, so Ramon Ramon Crater, Israel, October 10th. From the door of the expedition base, a few small steps to the left of an autonomous ro- an autonomous rover passes by. A few giant leaps to the right. Isn't see it? We see what they're doing. Small steps, giant leaps. A few giant leaps to the right is an array of solar panels. The landscape is rocky, hilly, tinged with red. Purposefully, it resembles Mars. Here in the Ramon... <laughs> yeah, right? Sorry. No, no, totally. That was that was an appropriate spot. <sighs> yes. Here in Ramon Crater in the desert of southern Israel, a team of six, five men and one woman, have begun simulating what it would be like to live for a month on the red planet. Their Amadi 20 habitat is tucked beneath the rocky outcrop. Inside, they sleep, eat, and conduct experiments. Outside, they wear mock spacesuits fitted with cameras, microphones, and self-contained breathing systems. We have the motto of fail fast, fail cheap, and have a steep learning curve. Because for every mistake we make here on Earth, we hope we don't repeat it on Mars, said Germot Gromer, director of the Austrian Space Forum. Okay, so yet another space. <laughs> Look at this! <laughs> oh my God, they're fucking Teletubby-looking spacesuit. 
Have you? Did you pull up the New York Times, uh, the New York <sighs> Post article? Look at the picture in the center with the red. It looks like it's shot on Mars. This picture looks like a shot on Mars. But they have the little Teletubby tinfoil outfits with the bulb head and the top with what looks to be Antiquitech on the top of... <laughs> Damn it, where are these pictures? It's in the article. Open up the it's article. like the first picture. The New York Post. It's the first picture under the video. It's the New York Post article about the... Uh, it is the one, two, three... Fifth... What's oh, right? my... Yeah. Right? Oh, See? my God. It, I get it, called schizo for wearing a tinfoil hat. Meanwhile, these niggas are wearing fucking tinfoil suits made in the shape of like a Teletubbies character. Like what? Right. It's like it's like here's a colorized picture of a a still from the Flash Gordon serials that used to run in between movies in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like here we got Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Why did every announcer in the fifties sound like that? I don't know. That's a good question. It was like they they kind of grew up in Maine, but kind of didn't. You can't get there from here, but Buck Rogers got there over the moon. It's just a hop, skip, and a great leap for yeah, mankind exa- over to the base. Right, exactly. But you got to go past the Johnson farm, and you go down there past the man who sells apples. What if he's not there? He'll be there. Don't worry about it. What? Yeah. I don't know how. Dude, it... what about the what about this crew? Does this uh, a little further down? Doesn't this look like a terrible freaking indie band? Dude, it does. It it does. It looks like like the first iteration of uh, like Mumford and Sons or something. Which one's the lead singer? Would it be the guy in the front or or the guy behind him? Uh. Mm. The guy was, in the back, the guy in the back with his uh, looking down on the ground, he's clearly the bass player. Yeah, I would say, yeah, 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 definitely bass player. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say the one with the eyebrows next to the bass player is the lead singer. No way. Yes, he's the shortest he's the one. Least, he's the least charismatic of all. Of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> he's the broody lead singer. She does. She does rhythm guitar and backup sings. Okay, the big the guy's guy second the, from the right is the drummer. The t- no, the tall guy's the drummer. The tallest one's the drummer. Yeah. And the, the little and short dude. And now pop-ups have overrun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> overrun this article being open. Oh, dude, you got to use Brave. What's wrong with you? Hey, B, name my band. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Israel is uh, faking Mars. They're training for Mars in Israel. How about that? Will the bug gnats now finally believe that space is faking gay now? Or are they just going to double down? Mavabron, though. Oh, man, will we do the uh, thing? Yes, the thing. People will, people will enjoy the thing. I don't. Uh, not all people are going to enjoy. 
Oh no, no. The, the the people that are supposed to enjoy the thing will enjoy the thing immensely, and the people that are not supposed to enjoy the thing will not enjoy it equally as immensely. And I hope that is its intended effect. I mean, that is its intended effect, and I hope it achieves its intended effect. Jack, do you think that will happen? I think it will be the bug net shit test. All right, I think so too. You guys got to wait yeah. for the thing. Uh, speaking of the thing, uh, the break is coming up. We're right, we're right at the end of the first hour. Uh, I figure we'll finish up space with Israel. There's really not much else going on out there, mostly because space doesn't exist. <laughs> but, yeah, the Israelis are testing, but they have Austrians, and who else is out there? Uh, no, it's all Israelis with an Austrian. Um, so well, there you go. You need the Austrian for the competency level, right? Yeah, I guess. I, I suppose right. it does. So that's what I can tell well, from this article. It doesn't actually say an Austrian and Israeli. Just, okay, so it is it is all okay. So they're all Austrian or Israeli. There we go. So the Habsburgs and the uh, Netanyahu's go to space. There you go. <laughs> go to Mars in uh, yeah, oh an Israeli desert, right? Yep, I hope they hit the firmament and bounce off. Yes. Uh, what is the break song? I saw you posted it in the chat, but there's no title for the song. What's the song this week? Oh, it's called the Iron Helix. Cool. It's a it's a it's a really good mid '90s song, like video game song. Oh, cool! All right, Iron Helix. We will be back.
everybody we're back this is still the nationalist inquirer brought to you by the paranormies i'm still johnny monoxide with dogbot and jack well the first hour was fun 
Second hour is not so much fun. So, where do we want to start? Um, hmm. You want to start with schools spying on kids, or do you want to start with the horror in Loudoun County? Let's start with the most rage-inducing one first, and we'll work our way down. Okay, okay. So, Loudoun County, Virginia, has become a point of national interest over the last year. It comes to represent the ground zero for the fight against critical race theory and transgender ideology in school. So, back in June, there was a school board meeting that there was an arrest uh, after the cowardly school board declared an unlawful assembly. Police officers with no care for the rights of parents grabbed and threw one man to the ground who refused to leave. In what became a viral moment, the man was dragged out with his pants around his ankles. Come to find out. So this guy, was his name? Sean Scott? Steve Scott? Scott Smith. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, I got it backwards. Scott Smith. Well, guess what? Come to find out, Scott Smith was mad. He was very mad. He had a very good reason for being angry. His daughter had just been raped by a transgender. Oh, no, wait. Not transgender. A bisexual boy in a skirt. In the girl's bathroom. She was raped. It's almost like in the bathroom at the school. And the man, the father. It's almost like we we said this would happen. Yeah. We knew this was going to happen. We said this would happen. And the father was arrested for trying to bring this up. Yeah, there's no transgender agenda. So this kid, this kid gets out on bail, on bond, whatever. Uh, The father, okay, so... uh, Scott, two count, the, the kid was charged two counts. Right, 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 right. Sodomy. Right. Forcible sodomy, one, one count of anal sodomy, one, one count, count of, Yeah. Forcible fellatio. That's four counts of sexual assault. The father has been charged with resisting arrest. And also has been said by, uh, what's the the thing's name? Buta Bibaraj. Buta Bibaraj. Yeah, that is your your Loudoun County uh, top elected prosecutor. Basically said that Scott Smith is a domestic terrorist. A white blue-collar male shows up to harangue obscure public servants on his local school board. Yep, that's basically what happened. He just came to harangue these people about an incident that was, by the way, an uh, anti-white, anti-fascist got in his face and said his daughter was lying. She didn't believe her. Oh, what happened to believe all women? Right, what What happened happened to believe all women? 
No, but apparently we want to believe trans people of we won't say what color this kid was. So I'm going to invoke Man Coulter's law here and say that this this nigga's brown. Of some I mean of some flavor. With a name like that. What? Uh well, what was the dude's name? There wasn't a name. I swear to God, I saw, uh, I could be imagining things. No, there wasn't a name. He f- he felt he fell for the bait though. They What's had it? a uh, they had a woman with a rainbow heart shirt, a left wing community activist, mm-hmm. and she she said the trigger words, which is I don't believe your daughter, mm. and that's that's when his rage that's when his rage hit hit a boiling point. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, that then the pol- then the police stepped in, et cetera. Absolutely, yeah. If it, your daughter was just sexually assaulted four times by a kid in the girls' bathroom by a boy wearing a dress. And a woman who's supposed to be an activist, a leftist activist, says, I don't believe your daughter. Yeah, I'd flip too. So the cops grabbed him. He pulled his arm away from the cops. That is automatically resisting arrest. So that's what they got him for. He was hit in the face, thrown on the ground, and dragged across the floor, and his pants came down. Pretty fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. So this um, Buta Bibaraj, progressive top elected prosecutor, close ties to the school board's most liberal members, appeared in court to personally prosecute Smith for misdemeanors. The district attorney came to court to personally prosecute a man for misdemeanors against just telling, talking to the school board about an incident that happened with a, quote, trans kid of color. Okay, it gets better. If nukes were real, if nukes were real, that's not good enough for this fucking shithole pathetic excuse of a country we live in if yeah if nukes were real Loudoun county would get five um in minecraft it's too quick though Mm, yeah in minecraft you're right so check this out so as the prosecutor biberaj would have known about the case involving smith's daughter the suspect juvenile court prosecutors assured smith was being held responsible he was on house arrest confined to his mother's townhouse so he was out now according to lancaster a conviction was expected on october 14th likely in the form of a guilty plea to a lesser sexual assault charge so they're gonna let him plea down those four charges down to something smaller but but on october 6th According to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, a 15-year-old was charged with sexual battery and abduction after police said he forced a girl into an empty classroom, held her against her will, and touched her inappropriately. Lancaster says the suspect is... You guys want to guess? Transgender Muslim. The same boy. The same boy. Yes. That attacked. Wow. Allegedly attacked Smith's daughter. 
Uh, so Loudoun County is check. not protecting people from this alleged teenage rapist, but it is willing in the person of progressive prosecutor Buta Bibaraj to put someone protesting about the rape in jail. This is Rotherham-style prosecutory, prosecutorial hushing up. Same thing happened in Rotherham. I was say, when we like have no twenty five hundred. Yeah, say we have no ground to stand on shitting on the UK now after this. Hey Jack, can yeah. I have you look someone up for me? Yo, uh, the guy who redacted the pedophile on uh, live on the news in Louisiana, like in the eighties. Oh, that's such he, a great he comes video. out from behind the telephone mm-hmm. booth mm-hmm. and redacts the pedophile that raped his kid. I thought it was his little brother. Was it his little brother or was it his kid? I, I, I don't uh, remember the specific details. I'm going to probably butcher the last name, but Gary Plouch. Yes. Yes. So check this out. Who is Stuff this? Stuff like this is going to create a lot more Garys. Gary Plouch. Who is this Buta Bibaraj? She's an Albanian immigrant from Montenegro in former Yugoslavia. She's a Muslim, one of the first female Muslims elected officials in Virginia in the most progressive piece of shit county, Loudoun, where literally the entire cesspool of the Beltway lives. You know, all of the uh, bureaucrat gang gang that uh, makes makes Washington do what it does lives in Loudoun County. Yeah, the 20 percent that isn't necessarily soft reparations. Um, No, the part of the, the people that actually do stuff. I'm talking about Washington right, bureaucrat the- gang. Like, the ones whose titles, the ones whose titles have three adjectives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> the more adjectives you have as a bureaucrat, the 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 higher the decimal, po- the the further back the to the right the decimal point is on your paycheck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Assistant deputy director of associate. Yes. 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 That. Yes. You just keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, but these are the people who actually these are the people who actually make the decisions for um, bureaucrat gang, not like the Shaniquas at the soft reparations part, right? They can't afford to live in Loudon. No, these I'm talking about the people. A lot of these people like work in Langley, you know. If you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, a lot of people mm-hmm. work for. Department of Energy, a lot of people work for Department of Defense, a lot of people work for Department of Transportation. It's all the big department of people. There's no reparations being done there. This is all like hard bureaucrat gang that lives there. Policy pushers. Yes. Ab- actual policy pushers, yes. So, not, not, at this not, point, the, not the like low-level administration, the, the ones who push actual policy. Right. These are the guys, right. These are the, the handshakers, and yes, the big giant cheesy smile people who, who, who have fake plastic faces and yeah, yeah. Um, make deals with people in other countries about things. Yes. <laughs> they all live in Loudoun County and they have a little, they're, they're complete and utter shit libs. 
you know, and they all they all live in their in their uh, seven hundred thousand dollar McMansion. It's a custom home, but it's still a McMansion. Well, I hope Mr. Smith. Uh, I hope Mr. Smith turns out all right, and I hope. Uh, pray for his pray for his daughter. Yeah, I do too. Pray for him I do and too. His daughter. What's well? What's yeah, it does suck? This is a terrible, terrible situation. Um, and you know the fucked up part is that the 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 school board called the cops. Not about the transgender rapist, but about Smith. Gotta love those priorities. Right, right. Believe women, unless it's a white dad talking about his white daughter who got raped by a trans kid of color. They're saying he's not trans. They're saying he's a bisexual kid who wears a dress sometimes. Well, okay, so if there's no such thing as biological sex, then believing a biological sex, you don't believe them. Yeah, I don't, I don't, unless I don't they're know. pretending to be that biological sex, then mm-hmm. you do believe them. Mm-hmm. And if they decide to change back, then you don't believe them anymore. I, I, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. Well, be careful Plus, out there. This is uh this is also very transpocalypse sort of stuff, isn't it? You know, this very is much exactly so. the sort of stuff exactly the sort of stuff that was warned against and it plays right into Okay, it it also plays right into that thing we mentioned that the DOJ is doing. Did we t- wait, did we talk about that or not that they passed a they passed a memorandum making all the parents who are protesting these school boards into essentially domestic terrorists yes we didn't talk about that but that's what's going on they are they're trying to label these parents domestic terrorists if you disagree with the school board if you go to the school board because it's happening in a lot of a lot of towns people are going to the school board and they're they're complaining about the uh the mask mandates and um vaccine mandates you know for kids and parents and, and the and the and the gay porn that and the they're pushing po- on kids right and that, the gay porn that they're pushing on kids and the transgender agenda that they're pushing on kids and all the crazy under the guise of young adult under the guise of young adult literature and 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 shit or, like that in the CRT and, right and, yeah, and CRT the CR- don't forget the CRT I've met some parents who do some of the organizing for these things and they've they've made some massive gains as far as getting school administrators fired and et cetera, et cetera. And from what I've heard through the grapevine, one of them has already received an email basically in long form saying cease and desist. So there's already a chilling effect going on with people who are organizing in their own interests against these forces that be. And I, I understand what a lot of people out there may, be, may or may not be thinking, well, just pull your kids out of school and homeschool them. Well, the way that a lot of these parents see it is my high-ass property taxes pay for these effing schools. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to get what I pay for. There's that for so, sure. There's definitely that. Uh, 
Yeah, so it's it's not as it's not as cut and dry. I listen. If I if I could have gone back and done it all again, I would have tried to homeschool homeschool the kid. But I I did the best I could with the free time I had with him whenever he was not in school, mm-hmm. and he turned out pretty good. So, well, there but, you go. Uh, some of the stuff he would bring home from public school just blew my mind. Yeah, it's terrible what kids are bringing home from public school nowadays. I, I guess uh, the biggest It's all thing, CRT. The, the, well, yeah. Like the, how are they having the this math was, class? The race stuff was bad enough, but the, the biggest stuff was how every science class was basically climate change propaganda. Mm-hmm. They didn't even talk about electricity one year in science. Really? They took electricity out so they could talk about... Uh, so, th- so they could talk about global warming for like a full month and a half. Wow. <sighs> How very progressive. Yeah. Now you got Greta. Now you got Greta Thunberg telling everybody. And in his world history class, one of the first paragraphs, it said that in Neolithic times, uh, both genders were equal. <laughs> and then after <sighs> Neolithic times, uh, uh, sexism started. Yes, yes. The the testosterone, the male sex, the stronger, and the more testosterone driven of the genders did not have any sort of violent or possessive or you know aggressive tendencies until after civilization. Hmm. Funny how nature be like that sometimes, I guess. And then for one day, for no reason at all. Yeah, I guess. I, I was trying to try, tie a caveman dragging a girl off by her hair reference, but I couldn't think of anything quick enough. Just just not a gif of a dragon doing something to a car. Uh, stop, stop. First of all, that was two things I didn't want to hear you talk about. Like that word and then and then don't mention that place on on the show anymore, please. That is a that is a very a very terrible place that doesn't need to get any There's other shows do that i'm sure i don't know i don't listen to other shows but i'm sure the other shows do that so uh so another rage fueling thing that has to do with kids in public school oh Johnny? yeah the the so public schools gave laptops to the kids during the pandemic then they spied on the students for their own predictably good. predictably obviously yes <laughs> Predictably, so so they they conjure up a fake pandemic mm-hmm. to force to force a lot of parents out of work, right? So uh, some people could work from home, but there are a lot of people that just could not go to work. Right, right. a lot of people could not go to their uh, waitressing because, job, bartending job, uh, you know, a cook job because those places were all closed. Right, their kid couldn't go to school because schools were closed. Kids were home. There's a lot of distance learning. A lot of schools gave out a lot of Google Chromebooks. Yep. And so predictably, the kids are going to get bored. Mm -hmm. And they're going to interact with one another via whatever social media platform they chose to use. And 86% of teachers 
polled said their schools provide electronic learning devices, which was nearly double the rate when compared year over year. Many of those devices were reportedly used to monitor students, even going as far as to comb through private chats, emails, and documents in order to protect them from harassment and suicidal ideations. Hmm. I'm sure that's that's exactly what it was used for. Totally nothing else. Now, one of the first things I had heard about kids being suspended uh, for social media stuff was like 10 years ago right. uh, because of the because of language and the anti-bullying programs that they were pushing through public schools uh, they were going real hard with it about 10 years ago uh, kids were getting kids were getting suspended and expelled even for stuff that they said to other students on social media platforms right after school right the the anti-bullying stuff carried over yeah to the home and to the uh to the internet too yeah right, and so a lot well I, I, that was the thing that this is this kind of monitoring and software that they were using um one of the things they said that they they knew there were students that were having ideation that's twice they use this ideations around suicide self-harm and those sorts of things we found the student activity monitoring software we could also do a good job with students. I like how that, that is all in parentheses. <laughs> the, the, they had to add in the student activity monitoring software part of that sentence. Uh, we could do a great job with students who might be thinking about bullying. Who might be, so, so here we go with pre-crime, thought crime. Thinking about bullying. If we can save one kid from committing suicide, then I feel like that platform is well worth every dime that we paid for it. So... If one, they stopped one kid from thinking about bullying, if they stopped one kid from cutting himself for attention, then spying on the entire school was worth it. Maybe they I, should have allowed bullying of that fucking trainee shitskin kid that was just raping a bunch of girls. If only that happened. If only. I... I said this the other day, and it still holds true. Bullying never went away. It just adapted. Well, now the bullies are the little shitty little kids that hide behind the teachers because there's anti-bullying. You know what I mean? And they've never been told no, and they they get to be just, just nasty little shits because you can't kick their ass. They've weaponized running to mommy and daddy. Mm. It, they don't care about kids committing suicide. They really don't. These because school, they don't, the, yeah, they don't these school really... administrators, these, these, these teachers unions and school administrators, they, they care about getting their funding even though kids aren't even physically in the schools but anymore. Do kids really commit suicide as much as they say they are? I, dude, the the numbers for kids between twelve and fourteen have, I think, uh, tripled in the last two years. Well, yeah, this whole COVID thing has changed a lot of that. That's a lot of kids have started committing suicide a lot more during this whole fake pandemic. Right. Yeah. It's psychologically destructive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, but like this is right. But the but 
the setup for this, the anti-bullying, the anti and the suicide prevention and stuff through like the eighties and the nineties and the early and the early aughts and whatever. Um, I don't think it was as bad as they made it out to be back then is what I'm saying. Like now, yes, the past two years, definitely suicides have skyrocketed and, and whites in general, suicides have skyrocketed over the past, you know, five, 10 years. But going back, I remember when the anti-bullying stuff first started. Well, when I was in school, bullying was still a major part of school, you know, but I mean, but it was never as bad as the movies or television or the anti-bullying programs ever made it out to be. You know what I mean? And if it was, it was niggers. Shocker. I mean, am I wrong? Uh, Lie not detected. Right. Do, do drug overdoses count as suicide? Um, depends. In these statistics? No. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they did. Some overdoses are intentional. They would have to parse through a lot of shit because, like, I've had friends or I, I would say more so acquaintances overdose by accident. And then I've had others where they did it on purpose. So uh, unless they were very specific about that, I doubt. Yeah, unless they left something behind that indicated that was their intention. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you would include if you would include that. I don't think they did, you know, in these statistics. But I mean, you might, you might. Anyway, um, yeah. So administrators, again, you know, that this technology could only work to benefit students and their families, thus creating a more harmonious school experience by surveilling students at home. Makes me sick. Yep. So, got a little got a little sports page. Oh yay! I'm going to preface this. Uh oh. Professional boxing is faked. Oh okay. yeah. All right. I I find it very difficult to believe that someone with the last name Fury also got into a physical fight with another person whose last name is Wilder. But whatever. Uh. It was White Boy Autumn and Tyson Fury uh, beat up Deontay Wilder in the third minute of the 11th round, making 33. 33, yep. Uh, which, is, which is great. And do we have the audio of these two? Yes, I accidentally closed out Telegram and I have to find it again. So keep keep filibustering about it while I dig it up. Sure. So these two pugilists uh, got into the ring against one another and put up their dukes and had a uh, long series of fisticuffs before Tyson Fury ended up besting the Deontay Wilder okay. uh, with a wasn't KO, exactly, which is... Wasn't exactly it, what, what I had in mind, but okay. Thank you. You said filibuster. I did. I, was I did. Trying, I, I wasn't I was expecting. Use, I wasn't I was trying ex- to use language from when boxing was an actual, right, like, th- popular thing, which right. was the Great Depression era. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's listen to Tyson Fury talk to Deontay Wilder. There's a. This is a pre-fight interview. Deontay has something to say first. Right, let's see. Man, look in your eyes and really genuinely mean that. 
But when that night of that fight comes, you're not going to be talking to Deontay Wilder. You're not going to be looking in the eyes of Deontay Wilder. You're not going to be looking in the eyes you're of... You're looking in the eyes of the bronze bomber. You're going to feel him as well, too, just like the feeling that you feel him now. Is just that to, like an alter ego or something? Or is it a... a is a, it well alive? Is it like a spirit that comes into you, or what is it? It could be an alter ego. It can, it can be a spirit. I, I, you know, it may be an ancestry spirit. Who knows? I'm part Nigerian as well, too. I don't too. believe in all that stuff at well, all. I do. Because That's Jesus the... Christ is my saviour, and I don't believe in all spirits and alter egos. And even mentioning stuff like that on TV, you're getting it. And the, and, Honestly. And that's a... That's the difference if God is with me, me and you. nobody can be against me. And if you're entering spirits and stuff into your body, you can't win. You've already lost. You can't beat me. I sit here today as a sincere man who tells the truth and hides nothing behind no curtains. I'm beating you. One million percent. I've not got no doubts. Even after all the time off, you cannot beat me. When you look at me, I'm not lying. I'm not just doing it for the cameras or whatever. I know deep in my heart you can't beat me. I know no one can. I'll retire unbeaten heavyweight champion of the world, like Rocky Marciano, the second man to do it in history. You can't beat me, and ten more like you can't beat me. I have something that goes back in history, hundreds of years, right here, the linealship at the heavyweight division. And I know for a fact you can't take it from me. I just know. It's not what you do great, what you do wrong. I know deep in my heart I can beat you. Well, alrighty then, Tyson Fury. What I, what I thought was incredibly interesting about that clip was how similar to the tranny creature Beyonce who says that she is inhabited by a spirit before she takes the stage. Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Yes. This one also claims that when he comes out to do his performance – and it's a different kind of performance, but it is a performance. Boxing is is for entertainment. No two people just sit there and fight by punching that way with a, another human being stepping in once in a while. It's a performance. And he allows his body to be inhabited by a spirit when he does what he does. He, yeah, he calls him the bronze bomber. I thought that was really gay. Uh, very, I, very I, good. I love I didn't the way see, that I, I didn't love the see, way that Tyson rebuked it. Oh yeah, he said. He said, "Oh, you, you, you get inhabited by a spirit. Oh, you're done. You can't beat me. I'm, I'm a born again Christian, and I have Christ on my side. So, haha. You know, and people are gonna get mad. People can get mad, and they can fight about religion and stuff. I don't want to hear it. Look, the Godcast is a podcast. All right, we don't do that here." Right. I'm not here to preach to anybody. No. Uh, I, 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 listen, I personally believe in Jesus Christ. That's for me. My faith is very personal, and I don't have to debate it with anybody. I also don't have to proselytize to anybody. Mm-hmm. But I liked the way, I liked the way that Fury presented what he believes in and what he knows is his truth. Whether or not any of that was scripted or not, I, I just, it I don't was know. Literally a case. Of, it was literally a case of good versus evil. It my, did look it, like that. It did look like that, and I, I thought it was interesting that uh, Wilder didn't say anything. Like he was, you know, for somebody who I would think would like be, you know, very argumentative and interrupt. You know, would interrupt Tyson Fury. He didn't interrupt him at all. He let him speak. You know his entire spiel. 
that was that was interesting in itself from what mm-hmm. we know of his species. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying that. But yeah, no. You're right. You know, um All right, Taylor Swift, I'm gonna let you finish. But first, you know. Remember Kanye? Huh. Remember Kanye? I, I listen. Just like you weren't prepared for a My Private Idaho reference, I wasn't prepared for a Kanye and Taylor Swift at the VMAs reference. Tyler Swift. Uh, maybe not as interesting. Deontay Wilder before the fight was also wearing a hoodie that had the Illuminati symbol on its. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the uh, shoulders. Yeah, the, uh, the Illuminati symbol. That was the what was uh, the, bad yeah. spirit. Bad spirit. Uh, yeah, bad spirit clothing, clothing brand. It's just a, it's just a clothing brand. It's a hoodie. Yeah, I know, but no, but again, no, the Novus Odor. That's literally like the eye on the back of the on on the back of the dollar bill and Novus Odor Seclorum. You know, but it doesn't look like the it doesn't look like the one on the back of the dollar bill. Their their graphic designer sucks. No, but, it doesn't. You know. I, hold on, let me, I don't have any dollar on me. Are you sure? I think the capstone is hovering on the dollar bill. Sure, it doesn't right. If you want to, if you want to say I'm doing this because it looks like the money, because you know, like that's the grug level. Of of this sort of thing, mm-hmm. then you would have the capstone. You would have it look actually like the back of the dollar bill, but it doesn't look like the back of the dollar bill. It's a, it's just it's just an eyeball in a triangle. I mean, it's pretty close. All right, I I'm I'm picking it apart as an artist, so it's just it's got the. I mean, it's the lines are going in a different direction, but it's still got the lines around the eye. It's got the, it's got the iris. It's got the pupil. It's got it's got all the features of the eye. It doesn't have like the the dot style that the art is done on the back of the dollar bill. I forgot what you call that. What, what what's that called? The the uh, when you draw with the, the dots. Drawn by a white guy with some detail and not, you know, some. No, that's not. What's what's the style called where you draw with like stipple. tiny stipple, right? Stipple is the, yeah. is the stippling. That's is right. what you're looking. That's right. Yeah. yeah, like the eye in the pyramid on the back of the dollar. I mean, it looks to be made like like it looks to be drawn like stippled as opposed to just like a line drawing. So, but other than that, I, the one on the the one on the sleeve isn't terrible. But yeah, Novus Order Seclorum. It's got the. It's got the two uh, olive, it's got the olive branch leaf, or wreaths, excuse me. So, you know, there's there's your, is that the Antarctica symbol? I don't know. No? Isn't that the, isn't that the one, the, uh, like all the, the UN and everybody has, yeah, it's got the, uh, the olive branches on the outside. It's the, the two around the uh, flat earth map. map. Oh, the UN. That's yeah, the, the UN. UN thing. Yeah, the UN and UNESCO and all yeah. the other world whatever things that have the 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 flat Earth map with the the um, olive branches, the wreath. I, you want to dovetail into entertainment? Sure, because boxing is technically entertainment. 
I, I know you hate this, but I thought it was funny. What's that? The Britney Spears post. Oh, yeah, the book where she like writes like a children's novel version of of like her MK Ultra story. Except, yeah, it's not written for a fourth grader. It's like it's written by a fourth grader. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's uh, what I meant. She, that's what I meant when I said that it was like you know like a fourth grade level. I meant it was written by a fourth grader, not at like fourth grade reading level. Yeah, the post says I'm writing a book about a girl who was murdered, yet her ghost gets stuck in limbo because of trauma and pain, and she doesn't know how to cross over to the world she used to know. After being stuck in limbo for three years, she is a ghost who thrives off her reflection in her mirror for existence. Mm -hmm. She has no one she can trust, but something happens, and she figures out how to cross over to the world where her family is. Coming out of the limbo, she has a decision to make. Greet the same people who murdered her or create a whole new life. She no longer needs her mirror. She found a portal by citing certain prayers constantly that give her the insight and gift to not be scared anymore and come out of the limbo. But what I will leave to the imagination is what she does when she crosses over. Beside learning to write her name again, winky emoji. Okay. So she basically gave you... Just told you the whole story. Yeah, that's that's like 185 pages of that 191-page book. There's no way her ghostwriter, (laughs) pun intended, Ah. can can pull 191 pages out of that paragraph. I'll bet you they can fluff it up. If Pamela large, large double, triple spaced print. If no, if Pamela Manderson wrote a book. Then Britney Spears can write a book. All right. We got to come up with, is there a, is there a man name for Britney Spears? Cause like, you know, there's Jennifer Maniston, man, Coulter, um, Mangelina Jolie, Brent, Brentney Spears, Brentney Spears. <laughs> I was going to say Brian Spears, but yeah, right. I think Brent works. Brent Spears. Um, Michael Obama. Who are some of the other ones? Oh, uh, Tyler Swift. Ty- obviously, yes, yeah. Tyler Swift. Uh, <sighs> Angelo Jolie. That's M- M- Mangelina or whatever. Yeah, Mangelina. Either way, yeah, Ange- Angelo. Either way, either way. <laughs> but um, Jennifer Maniston is one of my favorite ones because everybody Jennifer loves Jennifer Maniston. It. Aniston, everybody loves Jennifer Aniston, and they're all like, "Oh, you can't, you can't say that." Ooh, Gal Gadot. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Yes, yes, Gal Gadot is that actually is Guy one Gadot. of my favorites. Guy Gadot. Sandra's bollocks. Sandra's bollocks. That's a good one. <laughs> it's just so obvious. Oh, and the one that the um the woman that played in the Charlie Chaplin films from back in the 19 teens and i can't remember her name right now its name but the first um the first movie it was in it it made its uh debut and it was called lady something like lady snaky or something like that 
So lady, snaky, like really like lady penis. And it's like a dude. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, even back then. This was pre-Magnus Hirschfeld, too. This was in uh, this was in America. This was pre-Hollywood. Snaky of some trans lady. It might not be snaky, but I, I might have been. I might have made that part up. It was something similar to that. Might have been like like Lady Smokey or something. But still, it, like the pictures, and he's it's standing next to Charlie Chaplin, and Charlie Chaplin is clearly an, uh, a woman dressed like a man. You know all the Charlie Chaplin impersonators. You know how they're always like a woman. You know that's like the meme. Yeah. Right. It's a meme. Yeah. Right. That's just a meme. Right. And all the share impersonators are always men, right? Get it? Yeah. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? There's never any women that look like Cher. And there's never any men that look like Charlie Chaplin. It's always a woman that looks like Charlie Chaplin and a man that looks like Cher. Crazy how nature do that. All right, moving along. I think we've so done enough entertainment. Everybody knows about the Southwest. Everybody oh, yeah. The Southwest Airlines uh, stoppage, right? Yeah, the stoppage and then uh, the pole raid of their message boards. That's hilarious. Well, that's what I was about to say. Maybe not as, as, not as reported is the pole raid on the message boards, which has produced some comedy gold. What are you talking about? On all the news channels I subscribe to, uh, the poll rating of the message boards are all over the place what are you saying the news channels i watched are based i'm sure uh, they didn't show what the raids were or like what they posted was bro the news channels i watch are like boss hog and stuff oh well yeah in that case yeah boss hog's good yeah that's where i get my news i get my news from like you know the red pill pharmacy boss hog we do like red pill pharmacy, right? Or is it COVID red pills? Which one do we not like? I like I COVID remember. red pills. It's COVID red pills we like? Okay. COVID red pills is all the up-to-date protest footage mm -hmm. and uh, cops uh, abusing Citizens. regular people. Yeah. Yeah, cops. The, all the videos that you're like, are there, but that's the thing. is like, are these videos real? They're being shown on the screen. Like, are they real? Because, you know, I'm not seeing it personally. And, and all the people we know in Australia are like, nothing's happening. What are you talking about? Uh, one geopolitical page I follow is called Intel Slava. And that, that, that has really good stuff. Intel Slava? Yeah. That's cool. I'll have to check that out. I started following them during the Afghanistan uh, pullout thing. So it, but they, they've... They've moved on to other geopolitical matters. Hmm. Like what? <laughs> like what? There's, what else is going on? I can't think of anything right now. Uh, hold on one sec. <laughs> That's how exciting the news is right now, ladies and gentlemen. U.S. Embassy in Colombia is investigating cases of Havana Syndrome. Words of attacks come days ahead of the Blinken visit. One family evacuated from Colombia for treatment. Are Winken well, and Nod have also talk, coming? Have we talked about Havana syndrome? No, number, the... no I, have a, I have a very important question. Uh, is is Winken and Nod also coming? Oh, I know, man. Right? Right. Just asking. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, come on. That joke tells itself. My grandmom had three uh, three black cats that were part bobcats. And they're and, all uh, named Wink and Blink and Nod. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Havana Syndrome. Is that like is that like Paris syndrome where like people go to Paris expecting to see the city of lights and it's literally the city of Algerian shit and they have like a psychological breakdown over it? Uh no, it's it's every t- they've been MK ultra so every time they hear the Barry Manilow song Copacabana, they redact people. Oh, wait, no, that's not what it is. No. Hold on. No, it's not. That's I was like that sounds really I think there was one of the James Bond movies was like that, wasn't it? I mean, I just dropped the uh, wiki def- definition into the uh, chat. Havana syndrome is a set of medical signs and symptoms reported by United States and Canadian embassy staff first in Havana, Cuba, dating to late 2016 and subsequently in other countries. The U.S. Department of State has referred to the events as unexplained health incidents or UHIs. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, while while the director of of Alphabet Alphabet has publicly called them attacks, I, I saw an article the other day that said that they were really cricket noises. Oh, the, these are the audio attacks that yeah. people are having. Yeah. So is it just gang stalkers? Uh, yeah. Is this just Jack hiding in the walls? It's Jack, it's can- literally just me. Jack, can you find that in Conspiracy Hole or uh, Occult Symbolism Channel? Uh, the real the- conspiracy is that I'm in the hole in your walls. <laughs> yes, that is the real conspiracy, that Jack is actually in your walls right now as we speak, and also on the show with his new microphone. So it's him that's playing episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race at 3 o'clock in the morning? Whatever no, that's your neighbor. Done. That's your neighbor. He's on the other side, watching you. Always watching you. <laughs> All right, so like Sting, Havana, Havana <laughs> syndrome. So, is this just a made-up thing, or is this like some literal? No, like, like I remember hearing about this about three okay. years ago. They. Okay. The, these people that were working at the embassy were starting to feel really freaking crappy and they're they're going nuts and you know it was happening at the Cuban embassy because hmm. the frequencies were misaligned man see what they didn't realize was that gang stalking works both ways uh, there's also that I, uh, I just can't I can't find this thing where it says it was the crickets Okay, well, we're gonna skip the crickets. So we're gonna we can't get away without doing it. We gotta do we gotta do the COVID faking gay COVID. New forced control. I guess we're gonna end on an angry note. NYU Langone, Langoni. I don't know. It's that's it's New York. I'm I don't know. I'm not pronouncing. I'm just gonna be mad here. Hey, Langoni. Yeah, right. I found it. Oh, I found the crickets thing. I'm so sorry. Oh, you found it. All right, do the crickets thing. We believe the recorded sounds are mechanical or biological in origin rather than electronic. Most likely, the source is the Indies' short-tailed cricket. The call of this 
animal matches in nuanced detail the spectral properties of the recordings from Cuba. Uh, from Cuba, once room echoes are taken into account, other hypotheses are also plausible, such as generation by mechanical devices, a worn pump motor, uh, or structure-borne vibrations. But they think it's the they 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 think the sounds match the India short-tailed cricket. What they think I'm just going to be alone in the walls without a cricket? Like, are they serious? <laughs> right. No, Jack's going to be in the walls with um, his fellow raccoons and also crickets. And otters. And uh, Yeah, don't forget your otters. That's the thing. Is we can never tell if you're the, which, which one you are, that, depending on the that's day. That's like right? the duality of man thing. Oh, okay. Like, that's the duality yeah. of Jack is otter and raccoon raccoon gotcha. yeah rapist and trash i'm going, panda, I'm yes. going through this report it's it, it's like almost all redacted <laughs> it's gotta be yeah it's silly so crickets are driving people to be sad in havana basically well, many of the many of the affected individuals describe hearing unusual sounds, and there are a number of recordings of these sounds. However, in only one instance that they know of, does the recorded sound occur simultaneously with the reported onset of the symptoms. Other instances of the sound were recorded at a different time or in a different place from the reported incident. Many of the affected individuals didn't report any sound. That's why they were thinking it was like a microwave attack. Okay. Have, uh, right. Have they tried saying, yeah, okay, schizo to these people? Yeah, take your meds, schizo. Have they tried that? Yeah. That, might, yeah. that might be down in like the 90s of these pages of the report. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think take your meds, schizo is the next. The next. Your tinfoil's too tight there, schizo. Yeah, well, that's the thing, Jack is see it's no longer tin foil it's aluminum foil and tin was a reflector aluminum is a collector so, or for the brit cucks uh aluminium aluminium so this is interesting it says the sound pressure intensity levels of the recorded and audible sounds are not by themselves the cause of reported long-term harm while sounds can be annoying and can adequately explain short-term symptoms, including headaches and nausea. Airborne sounds at the observed levels for the durations reported have not, to our knowledge, been shown to have long-term medical implications. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, we know that... We know that police have, um, you know, a sound wave cannons and heat cannons microwave cannons they use for crowd control we know that these things are a, a real thing so they also say in the report they can't rule out that an adversary did it to drive the people crazy in the embassy oh, yeah sounds like gaslighting which we all know is is not real and if you believe it's real you're crazy <laughs> this is true this is true all right well in long island in new york other hospitals besides nyu langone and other hospitals in new york and long island are forcing that if the parent is not vaccinated they will not release babies from the nicu to parents or after birth as per cdc guidelines 
You Unless need to I show... walk in there with a redacted no. No, and on. do a redacted. No. Now, hang on, hang on. You need to show your Vax passport to see your own newborn baby. Okay, this is from a Dr. Afzal Niaz, MD, MBBS. I, I, can't, I don't know if this is even real. But here's the thing. What hospital is letting you in to have your baby if you're not vaccinated? Like, you know what I mean? This sounds like this could be some semi-made-up news. Dr. Shit in the Streets, MD. Yeah, and it's also Dr. Shit in the yeah. Streets, MD. So it's a, his, his Avi is just a doctor's outfit with the head cut off. This might just be fake. I don't know. This He's could not be a Rick bagging, roll. so He's I'm not right. Yeah, I don't think this is an. I don't think this is a Rick roll. I think this is somebody trying to do fear porn. Uh, the only way I know it's not a Rick roll is that Reinhardt didn't bring us the story. Oosh! Outstanding point, but yes. See, it Love could be buddy. fake, but at the same time, yeah, I believe it's real. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that the last two Rick rolls were pretty solid uh, Babylon B style. Oh, this is satire. You know what I mean? And this yeah, is the feel when Babylon B is actually on the spot reporting. Right. That's the not the B site. Yeah. Yeah. This this Which seems to be more. They should have just called it something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because totally they both have the, the name. Trust me, bro. They both have the name B in it, and it makes it very confusing for those people who don't have uh, the ability to really differentiate. Real quick, another Israeli piece of news. In real estate, let's go over to the real estate department section. Department. Israeli-based app is making it easier for making it easier for foreigners to buy U.S. real estate. A new app is making it easier for foreign investors to buy real estate in the United States. Known as Lendai, L-E-N-D-A-I, the platform is described as the first to enable foreign and non-resident investors to finance U.S. properties via an online mortgage approval process. According to the website, Lendal caters to creditworthy foreign investors and can get them improved for mortgage in minutes. Closing the loan in as little as two weeks, including existing investments. This has been a frustrating, normally has been a frustrating and time-consuming hurdle for foreign buyers, and the time-intensive process creates scenarios in which the only foreign investors who can purchase the United States are those who have all cash up front, which is normally how it works when somebody goes to buy a place that the Chinese guy comes and swoops in with a briefcase full of cash and buys it out from under you it happens all over california all over the pacific northwest big time anyways but lendai is making it more simple for foreign buyers to invest in the united states including middle class investors oh god look at their logo (laughs) i mean there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on there a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in there, like like uh, the little tic tac toey little thing. Anyway, hmm. anyway, um, yeah, this is interesting because this is only in the United States, for only in the United States. Because Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, 
Fidel Castro's kid, recently made headlines for promising to introduce a two-year ban on foreign home buyers to tackle housing affordability in the country if he's reelected. And of course, I thought that was a very interesting uh, campaign promise. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna make it so that foreign buyers can't buy your house out from under you. Please reelect me. And he's in trouble, apparently. Well, so was Gavin Newsom. No, he wasn't. According to the news. No. Yeah. He was never in any. He was never in any danger of being truly recalled, especially when they put the uh, the Larry radio Elder. talk show host guy against him. Larry Elder. Yeah. Yeah. Black. You think the black guy was going to win? No. Black guy didn't have what it took. No, he didn't. No, he did not. He, did he not. wasn't the great black hope for California. He was not. Not even close. Yeah. Um, all right. If, if so, they put a base Mexican, they might they they might have yeah. they might have done it. Oh, dude, speaking of base Mexicans, I was coming to work is it Monday? And out of the corner of my eye, I see this Toyota Matrix pull up. And it's got a coexist sticker. And it's got Another sticker says, stop pretending your racism is patriotism. And it's That's got... That's not based. What? I didn't say it was based. And I, and it had, um, you know, those those little three-letter stickers that, like, you know, those, like, uh, the vacation destination stickers, they're oval-shaped. People get them from, like, Prince Edward Island. It'll be, like, P-E-I. You know, they have, like, the three, init- the three initial acronym vacation spot stickers that people put on their rear window of their car yeah you've seen them this one said aoc get it it was that person and can you guess who was driving it well not the lead singer of smash mouth someone who should go up there up the uh river instead of across the stream yes it's a fat white woman Did you hear about the lead singer of Smash Mouth? Yeah, but I just thought, real quick, yeah, don't stop, stop. I was still telling my story. You, you do this, and I'm still telling my story. I'm just going to run over your Smash Mouth thing until I'm done. I just thought it was interesting seeing this woman pulling onto a military base. Like, seeing these things nowadays with the amount of shit lib libtards in the military. It's ridiculous. See, I'm going to smash her mouth on the curb never mind right speaking of speaking of i heard i heard staff sergeant Bulldyke. uh i'm gonna point my gun at you and tell you to get in your house or i'll shoot you nothing happened to her and she's bragging about it wow i doxed her for nothing yeah cool. you doxed her for no reason good job jack now what's up with what is up with the singer from smash mouth he he, I, I I saw he uh he saw Kyle. Uh, I <laughs> yes. Yeah. It looks like he saw Kyle, anyways. Yeah, he he, he was waving in a particular way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he, he was waving in at about a forty-five. Direction. Yeah, in about yeah. a forty-five with his right arm outstretched and his hand in a. Karate chopping sort might, of motion. He might as well be walking on the sun at this point. So I mean, right, right. What what else did he do besides the the hiling of Hitler? Oh, that was all I. 
That was all I knew. I, I, I think he let a drunk woman on stage sing some of the lyrics. Oh, okay, songs. and that's what happened, and then he hiled Hitler and threw her off stage. At least he didn't do, like, Afro Man and just, like, punch her dead in her face. Yeah. Well, but then again, raped, you know... If you are raped by P. Diddy, you would have acted like Afro Man, too. Was he raped by P. Diddy? Yeah, a lot of them were. Probably, but the thing is, though, is, like, you know, toll paid. You're going to jump yes. on stage with Afro Man and grind on him. I mean, he punches you in the face. <laughs> toll paid. P diddled. P diddled. There you go. All right. So Lendai is allowing foreign companies to, or foreign investors to buy property in the United States um, without having cash. So now G banks, Jews are letting middle class people from other countries buy up the United States. Great. Well, yeah, it makes sense. That's how they're gonna. That's that's how they keep inflating the, the debt, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, mm -hmm. and they just they pawn us. They're they're pawning us off bit by bit, right? And much like a pawn, you know, they're getting a little bit of money for something that's worth a lot more, and then yeah, they're gonna come and buy it for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, and that's where red team comes in. Is like, oh my god, the economic progress. Like, oh my god. Right. Right. I remember my friend uh, from California telling me down. the reason why they set the wildfires in California is as soon as, as soon as the wildfires are put out, the Chinese come in and buy up all the real estate. So, that's an interesting so, thought. Well, you so know that, that all happens. Well, I know, I know, no, I know it does. But you know that the the fires were only started. Um, by people to collect on insurance money because only houses burn down. Oh, I, I thought for a it sounded for a second there you were making a Billy Joel reference, but you're talking about that one idiot on Telegram. So saith the arbiter, the arbiter of truth. Yes, yes, yes. I I scanned through that feed. Uh, this afternoon, and my my eyes glazed over. So I, I don't actually have anything funny to bring from scanning that, that feed before yeah, the I show. I just couldn't. I just couldn't believe that. I saw that. I was like, "Are you?" That this hurts my. Like I jokingly will say, like this hurts my feelings every now and then, but that legitimately like hurt my feelings looking at it. I was like, "Man, I'm kind of glad that nigger faggot blocked me. Yeah. Said I don't have to witness that." Well. I'm banned from I'm banned from commenting, but I'm not banned from looking. I can't even look at the channel. Wow. So he thinks he thinks uh the, the, the his explanation for the mud flood is the window tax. Part of in, it, yes. In Britain. Yes, part of it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they they built the windows underground because it was Less taxes if you had more windows. Is that what he said? I don't remember what his stupid theory was. Something like that. But either way, I just remember the amount of mental gymnastics that went into that post was mind-boggling. You know, I, I honestly, like, I have, that is my new, well, it's not my new way of doing it, but um, it's a much easier way of figuring out which is more correct, the official narrative or... Um, what we've come up with and how many backflips do you have to do with mental gymnastics to make it work? 
You know what I mean? It's amazing how Occam's razor tends to lean on our side nowadays. Right. When the official narrative involves like three backflips and a triple gainer, you know, or whatever, and you got to stick the landing in a high wind. Uh, did you did you hear one of his wild uh, uh, one of his wild theories is that oh yeah he doesn't believe pyramids had capstones. No, they had an obelisk on top, like an antenna. Woo, dog. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess they, I guess they uh, made those in a geopolymer mold and then put them up there somehow. Also, Mister Every found- Every Stone Structure, all the cathedrals and everything, all those big. Mosques. You know what's funny? After I watched some more conspiracy RS stuff. Uh, speaking of cathedrals and mosques and things, the similarities in the architecture again across what's supposed to be different religions. The I'm amount sorry, of similarities. That? What's that? What? I I miss that. Oh, the amount of similarities in the architecture across religions, like. You know, with Christian churches uh, and uh, Christian churches, Muslim mosques, uh, Russian Orthodox, you know, onion dome structures. You know what I mean? The Indian Hindu structures like they all have a very similar base with like you'll have the antenna spire in the center. Like you'll have your obelisk in the center or your dome in the center surrounded by four antennas, you know, whether it's. Whatever you know, whether it's in Canada and Pakistan, whatever the the basic design is the same. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's almost like it's meant to do something. The design is meant to do something. And when I was doing research for the one of the upcoming shows that we've got coming up, and I was looking at um, some of these structures and and how they're so similarly similarly built in separate countries owned by separate private owners um and built by separate architects designed by there's we never know who builds any of this stuff we just know who the architects are so three separate major structures three separate architects three separate countries all completely identical weird isn't it just stuff like that. It's just very weird how this always happens. Pure coincidence. Yeah, pure coincidence, Goy. Yes. Uh, white achievement, bootstraps, sandal straps, the straps. Um, Von Braun straps. Von Braun straps. Von Braun straps. That's right. Moon boot straps. How did we get to Tartaria again? I just got, I forgot what we were talking about. How did I get off on that rabbit trail? We always go back there. Well, everybody does. Yeah. We're from there. Oh, where do you hear my take on window tax? The in, in I have uh we're gonna we're gonna have a throwback. I mentioned it earlier. We're gonna have a throwback to something, and I have a very interesting take on this throwback to stuff we talked about earlier in the season. Mm. Yeah. It'll be fun. This weekend's show is gonna be fun. Again, it's gonna be just uh me, DB, and Jack. Reinhardt is out for the week. It's going to be amusing. Yes. 
it'll be a very amusing show with the uh haha very funny dog bot with the theme continuing throughout october you know spooky yeah definitely spooky it's no walking in the park oh my yeah i'm reaching all right we're gonna get out of here jack what do you got for us i know you sent it to me what is it mike ma yeah i got a reading from uh harassment architecture after db posted the uh audiobook there was one section that i just really had to read from dude that the the voice actor that they used for the audible audiobook of can harassment you, architecture did a really good can job can you post that like, again i can't find I, am i just gonna search it on your i'll send it i'll right. send it to you send johnny it to you. but yeah no like i i there's no one who could read that better than whoever read that shit cool Cool. I felt like I was listening to him. I honestly, yeah, same. It might be. Uh, go to dissidentapparel.com and buy some of our t-shirts. Yeah, dissidentapparel.com. Go to dissidentapparel.com slash allies slash paranormies. Buy our shirts. I think, I don't know. Are they up yet? Hold on. Let's look real quick. Johnny, close the did, show. You, did you know people are reacting very positively to the albino penguin? I did see that. I did see that. Um, you want to do that one? Let's let's get let's get these out before. Right. All right. We have paranormies. A white albino penguin hoodie would be pretty outstanding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you- I saw a lot of positive uh, input on that. Did you like it, Jack? I did. Have you ever read at Mountains of Madness? No, I don't know how to read. Right. Okay, he doesn't well, know how to read. Now, listen, uh, I did. It is not up there yet. The new shirts are not up. The new shirts are prototyped, so they are ready to go. So the new shirts will be released soon. TM. But in the meantime, go buy yourself a clown honkler. Go buy, go buy a shirt for somebody else, too. Anyway, check it out. We're going to listen to uh, Jack read us some Mike Ma's harassment architecture, and we'll see y'all this weekend later. Time travel makes you gay. Welcome to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading Harassment Architecture by Mike Ma. Romancipation's Highway. Romanticism isn't buying flowers for your girlfriend. Romanticism is buying flowers for your girlfriends. Romanticism is getting into a knife fight with unbeatable odds. Romanticism is a gunshot victim dabbing his fingers into the wound, painting stripes on his face before the medics arrive. Romanticism is hunting down local gay dating app users and beating them with a phone book or sock full of coins. Romanticism is voluntary celibacy. Romanticism is baseball bat hate crimes. Romanticism is total debauchery or total anti-debauchery. Romanticism is sex and sex is just a fight where you come at the end. Romanticism could be none of these things. It varies. Maybe it's just whatever you feel it is. I realize I'm probably mouthing these words as they come across my mind because the woman next to me is moving inch by inch into her husband's lap. What's in a name? That which we call a woman by any other name would still cause problems. 
Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. If you have any submissions, please send them to jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.